It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas of Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this invigorating, robust lifestyle show. Please check out divasofcare.com and listen to all the amazing hosts interviewing women around the world. I am just overly excited today to have with me our monthly returning diva, Kate Nelligan. Kate, could you please introduce yourself and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself today? Sure. Thanks for having me, Joyce. I'm always happy to be here. So, so I am, thank you. I am a, an equine partner, life and career coach, author, speaker, and healer. And essentially what that means is I partner horses and sometimes goats together with humans for personal and professional development, growth, and transformation. Oh, wow. Wow. That wraps it up in a very short little title. That is incredible all you're doing. Wow. Well, listeners, today we are going to, Kate is going to talk about spirit animals. Oh, man, this topic really has caught my interest. So, Kate, can you explain what is a spirit animal? And Let's start with that. Let's explain to our listeners what it really, what a spirit animal is. Yeah, so this is my understanding, and people may have different understandings, which is totally okay. But I uh, think of spirit animals, animal spirits, and power animals is a little bit different. So a spirit animal is really an animal that has been with us, our spirit, our soul, our existence since we are born. And they're really like... Uh, a best friend, they are an advisor, uh, they are in some ways like a coach and a teacher or protector, but it is an animal that has always been with us and they are in spirit form. So there, it's not, you know, a dog that you've had since birth or something like that that is in your life as an actual living animal. It's, a, it's an animal that is in spirit form that's with us our whole life. That differs a little bit from animal spirits, which are, uh, again, animals in spirit, but that can come to us from time to time as messengers, if someone's, you know, passed and they're letting us know they're, they're okay, um, as, you know, they come in and they have uh, ways to kind of uplift us, provide messages. Often the winged creatures are like that, so birds, insects, butterflies, dragonflies, that kind of thing. And then the power animal, which is really amazing as well, and I, I'll work with them in my coaching too, we could talk about that, is an animal that comes in usually for a particular period of time, sometimes from, you know, six months to a year or a couple years, that's really kind of potent at that time. And it's something that 
again, is more almost like a totem animal where you start to see, let's say, a tiger all the time. You're, you're getting a book with a tiger on it. You're seeing uh, tigers on websites or, you're, you know, there's a shirt you're drawn to buy with a tiger on it, whatever it might be. And then it's understanding the meaning of each of the animals. And I use different books for that, which we can talk about, but each of these animals have different meanings, messages, things they teach. And so that is the the energy of who that animal represents is really what we're learning and practicing at that time in our life. Oh, wow. Oh, man, is there, oh, this is incredible. There is so much with the spirit animal. I love how the spirit animal is with you a lifetime from birth and a power animal just comes in at different periods in your life and you may have in my understanding you may have many different power animals throughout your life okay yeah i feel like we typically have one or two spirit animals that are really with us and it's something there's just (laughs) we feel this deep affinity for them and we can talk to them the way you know the way we can you know pray to ascended masters or archangels or whatever it might be um, and we can get guidance from them we can call them in to ask for extra support you know clearly the horse is one of mine um (laughs) it's just been there my whole life I work with them I partner with them so and then the power animal yeah they can come in you know we can have multiple different power animals uh throughout our lifetime for based on what what we might need during that time Mm -hmm. so really the spirit animal and the power animal both kind of come through in energy levels energy is one of the forms of how our listeners may feel these animals in some ways is it all through energy or vibrations or how would you explain to them that they can feel that that animal is with them i feel in many ways like the power animal in particular comes through also through physical representation so for instance uh when i was going through a difficult transition in my career I had uh, the raccoon (laughs) come frequently. So (laughs) I've lived in where I currently live for three years, never once seen a raccoon. And for some reason, I, you know, he was watching me one night when I went to take the garbage out. Uh, I went to drive to like a bar. Uh, This is a a couple of years ago. And (laughs) he's crossing the street. And then people are like randomly talking about raccoons. So it's almost like it's, you know, they say when you start to think about buying it, it, a new car you see that car everywhere or if you're pregnant mm-hmm. you see pregnant people everywhere it is really like they are getting our attention they're coming in for messages and what i love is that there's these books where you can essentially look them up and you can see what is the what is the message of this animal and how can i apply it to my life so it's funny i just pulled up in my book and um i'll I'll talk about these who they are but and i pulled Mm -hmm. up into fox which is funny because fox was a year or two of my life post transition of this job i had the fox in my life so i was buying fox cards and fox mugs and i just (laughs) loved i just like have this huge affinity for them and what their messages was exactly what i needed during that time and so I do feel like we go through different periods where we have uh, different animals and we do see them, even if we don't see them in, if they're wildlife, even we don't see them in front of us, we are drawn Mm -hmm. to them. You know, Mm -hmm. we're drawn to the image of them. 
And uh, so, yeah. And then the spirit animal is something that we can connect with through meditation, through tuning into. There's um, a lot of the spirit animals people find through shamanic journeys. Um, I can you know, say it's, you can just go into a deeper meditation and ask to be shown and to get messages. But really the key is pay attention because they're there and they want to speak to us. They want to come to us and help us. We just need to pay better attention. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, now do you, through your teaching, do you offer classes or workshops to help people get into that deeper meditation? to find out who their spirit animals are? Yeah, so this came forward really recently that the spirit animals were saying, you're studying us more. Could you please teach about this? And that's often how my life works. I, I remember Wayne Dyer saying that. The reason he was always given so many opportunities because he was always willing to teach whatever he was learning as a student. So for Earth Day, I really wanted to honor nature and animals in general. So I, I put together communicating with nature and animals. And then it was literally like I heard the spirit animals say, and us too. And so I want to introduce people to how I work with them in coaching, how we can work with them in our daily life, and some of the books I use, and, um, you know, how we can treat this more intentionally and um, understand it better. Because it is somewhat, there's not a lot of great resources. It's just sometimes people will go, oh, yeah, I keep seeing this crow over and over and over again. I wonder what crow means, and they might Google it. But there's other things we can do to get in touch with the energy of the crow to help support our life and partner with them more. So I'm excited to teach that. So I'm doing that on Earth Day, which is uh, Thursday, the 22nd of April. Okay. Oh, awesome. Now, will this be something that listeners can tune into online or register for this as a virtual event? It is, yes. I wanted to do it as a virtual event because I have clients all over the country and world, really. So it is on Zoom. It's 6 p.m. Mountain Time. It's 90 minutes, but I've asked people to hold up to two hours because there's a good amount of content. Um, and there's a low cost to join, and we'll do it on Zoom, and there'll be a recording if someone has to miss it as well. But we'll do some exercises um, with communicating with nature, with animals in general, which is more like our pets and and mm -hmm. then the spirit animals. Oh wow! Oh, that sounds incredible. Well, we'll have your links on this um, podcast so people can find it and find out how to register for it because that sounds incredible. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you are so welcome. Well, you were saying that in the very beginning that spirit animals are with us from birth. And why do you feel this is so important for us, if they're with us from birth, for us to consider these spirit animals? There has to be a true meaning why we have them with us from birth. Yeah, so in many ways they're they're guides, right? The way and if and many of us are drawn to certain guides that we have that we really are there to support us in so many ways. So it's like having a best friend that you can talk to at any time. It's just you forgot that that person's there. <laughs> and we're, our friends change throughout life, right? And even our family upbringing, we may not be super close to all of our family members. But this 
animal is really there. And so for, for instance, one of my, my friends is the wolf and she first, you know, was really had more of an affinity for her dog and, and then the wolf energy just kept coming to her. And then she's dedicated her life to raising awareness about the wolves. And she's, you know, made a film and done a, t- a TEDx talk. And, you know, for me with the horses, it was like my whole calling and my career was connected to the horses and my mm-hmm. happiness and my joy and my fulfillment and my service. So, and I love them since I was little. So it's really like mm-hmm. paying attention if there's one animal in particular that you're really drawn to. You're most, you may be meant to have a really large hobby with them or a career path and, you know, mm-hmm. and or creative projects. So I think it's really important for people um and there's ways, you know, that we can honor them, which is talking to them through meditation or just saying, you know, I'm I'm grateful you're here. I'm grateful you're around me. Could you, can you send me a message? You know, can you let me know you're here? It really is starting to open up a conversation with them and being willing to engage with them in new ways. Um, there's different ways that we access our intuition, obviously. So some people may just feel them. They may... Uh, hear them, they may see them more, but uh, the most important thing I've found is to stay really grateful for them because uh, they are often these kind of silent partners to support us and our growth and our, mm-hmm. um, you know, our, our soul's evolution. And so if we stay grateful for them, it really helps continue to activate that energy. Oh, wow. Oh, I love that. Gratitude. How important gratitude is. Oh, that is beautiful. Well, do you feel in your experiences that all animals, all different kind of animals, can be a spirit animal, or are there certain ones that fall into the category? What have you found out? I do. I do believe that it can be. I mean, for a while, I thought I had the salmon, and I was like, why do I have a salmon? Um, <laughs> and I think I did as a power animal for a little bit, but it was, and it's their, who they are, right? Like, they work really hard. They're, they're willing to swim upstream. You know, for me, uh, the hawk has been one of my spirit animals that's been with me since birth, and it is it's really the hawk and the horse. And I think there are some animals that are more obvious to people like people don't necessarily consider like I did a or I helped to facilitate a the shaman piece with a woman and it was like the eel came through and at first she's like I don't know if I want to have an eel and I'm like well let's think about what is an eel like what does it do and what's what it can you know what its powers are because each of these animals have different powers and different ways of being that we can really learn from right or different representations Mm -hmm. so I think yeah I mean and it can be super specific specific like the barn dowel it can be um you know and they we can also have the domestic i know i've been focusing a lot on wildlife but we can have the domestic as well right like we like it's just we're one of my best friends is obsessed with dogs like she, no matter where she goes in the world she will stop to say hello to a dog and it just mm-hmm. makes her so 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 happy and that that is it's not just, oh, I love dogs. It's really like that's her spirit animal. Like they're there to remind her of her power and her presence and her joy. So they have a lot to offer us. And they're, you know, it's really, um, it's really pretty beautiful, you know, and, and um, I think we just have to engage with them a little bit more. They want our attention, especially now with what we're going through on earth. Yes. Oh, that is beautiful. Oh, I love you said the dogs too, because I'm like, oh my goodness, I've always 
dogs and horses. Those are the two I'm always drawn to. And I was like, oh, man, that is beautiful because, like you said, she just always feels feels like the dog. She wants to talk to him wherever she's at. Oh, that is, I love that. And I would guess you as the horse, too, would be one of your spirit animals. That would have been my thinking. <laughs> yeah, and we know sometimes by, like, are we dreaming about them a lot? Could we talk about this animal at nausea? Are we, are we watching movies about them? When that octopus movie came out recently, I was thinking, wow, this must really be, you know, this man's spirit animal in many ways because he's dedicated all this time, money, and energy to really showcasing the power of the octopus, right? And that you right. think, wow, these are so random, but they're, there's many different animals and they are really here to engage with us. And and, um, and I think sometimes, you know, they're, they're also affiliated with um, – like like the lion is a big one for my friend. She also happens to be a Leo, right? And the lion mm-hmm. is often connected to the Leo in the in the zodiac. So I think there's just interesting, and it's funny for me. I'm a Capricorn, and ha- having the goat, right? Working with goats and loving them, without mm-hmm. a doubt, you know, they're they've always been there for me. It's like who I am, which is like really curious. <laughs> pretty playful, somewhat brave, and always willing to go climb up to the next, you know, to the next part of the mountain, but wanting the each place to be really stable as I climb, right? So a lot of who they are and how they work in the world is similar to who I am. So that's important for us to see, like, yeah, we're actually very similar to our animal, to the interspecies and to our animal friends. Oh, wow. Well, is there, is there a book that kind of tells a little bit about the different animals, like the spirit of the dog and the horse as a spirit animal. Is there, do you reference to a certain book that you like to reference to? Yeah, so my top two, I have three, but I love Dr. Stephen Farmer's work, and he has a book that I refer to all the time, and I bring it to the ranch with me. It's Pocket Guide to Spirit Animals understanding messages from your animal spirit guides so it's it's you can google spirit animals dr stephen farmer he's a hay house author i've done two workshops with him in person he's an amazing man and really enjoy his energy and his teachings he does shamanic journeys and we did it in a teepee that was so cool like and he'll have you really go in and, and receive messages from from your spirit animal so I love his work, and I often use that book. And what I'll do, too, is sometimes I'll just take a photo of, uh, like, the animal that is coming in for a client, and it mm-hmm. often resonates. The second one is the Animal Speak Pocket Guide, which is Ted Andrews, and he has the larger book, Animal Speak. But I have the Pocket Guide because it's, like, a couple lines of each animal and it gets really specific on the birds um so there's more bird species than even stephen farmer does there's more reptile species and even more um i believe like sea life and stuff like that there's more (laughs) animals in his pocket guide um and then there's card decks and the one that i i love i have stephen farmers as well but 
I also really like the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit Guidebook by Kim Kranz. Love the art, and uh, I find that to be really helpful as well. And I just recently got introduced to Diana Cooper, who I'll be ordering her book and studying her work more as well. Uh, she does some really neat things, even on, like, the unicorn and dragon side, the more mystical creatures. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm which I find, and I've been having a horse named Phoenix. I've been studying what the archetype of the Phoenix is, the actual mythical bird, because I find there's a lot there for me um, and my clients around that. But those are the ones that I I go to and I love. And uh, I do find that I bring this into my coaching because I've had stuff happen like a session with a client in a round pen and have a coyote show up to the entrance of the round pen and say, can I come in? And I'm like, not right oh. now, <laughs> you know, cause I have a horse in here and I got a client. But what, of course, when you look up coyote for that client, it is exactly what she's always working with. And oh, then wow. that's her. Yeah. And that is truly her spirit animal. And he was like, Hey, I want to be a part of this. I want to help my human. <laughs> so mm. it was, yeah, but just the message alone can really help people feel heard and seen and and valued, and that's important to me. And I think the animals have want us to feel that way too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, thank you so much for all that information. I was busy writing the names of these down in the books because oh, that would be really helpful. Oh, I love that. Oh, that was great. Oh, and I love the coyote, Kevin, and how it related to the client you were working with. That is just beautiful. Oh, wow. Well, why is the horse such an important spirit animal for people? Yeah, for me, the horse is, it's often bringing up conversations around power. People see them Mm -hmm. and they're often in awe. They have, their breath is taken. There's so much majesty and regalness and they see the muscle and the strength and the speed and the size, and it brings up conversations around power for people. And not everyone likes that word, so we have to think about what is really power for you. How can something be powerful and not misuse its power, really still be gentle? How can we feel our own power more? What does that mean? Does it mean being really present and in our body like horses are? Does it mean being really loving like horses are? So... <laughs> There's, I don't find, besides maybe with the big cats, any other animal to really bring up deeper conversations around power besides the horse. And so um, I find, and also the big cats are predators. So it's a different type of power right out of the gate. But the mm-hmm. horse, and also I will say the moose, because when I met a moose in person, I started talking to it right away because I love moose and I never met one and I was so excited and he said to me I'm a different I said what is your teaching here on earth and he said mine is about a new type of power a different type of power and I said well that's really interesting and then I went and looked him up in the spirit book because again I never met one so I never looked at moose before and it was exactly what it said and I'm like wow that was really cool I did hear him correctly and it, it's so the the moose are are similar in that representing power but it's so rare to be around one of those whereas horses right. are a lot more accessible right mm-hmm. so the horse is really here to help us uh understand that that spiritual power the divine power the power of being in our body the power of love so there's so much for people there because I think we all need that. It's just, are we ready for it? Are we ready to have those conversations? Right. 
Oh, oh, that's beautiful. Especially how you put, I mean, a lot of people, when they think of power, they think of being in charge or something like that. But I love that it's the power of love, of spirituality, of just all, a whole realm of things. And horses are so majestic. To me, they're magical. They're just a magical animal that can offer so much to us humans if we just take the time to be with them. I totally agree. And I feel like all the animals are magical, which is why I've dedicated my life to them. But the horses add a special level of magic as well, for sure. Yes, yes. I would have to agree with that because they are just, they are, they're just majestic the way they move. And I know people have said, oh my goodness, you'll let that big of an animal put his, his mouth right next to your face. And I'm like, yeah, it's called trust. We trust one another. And, uh, it's just a bond that you create with these horses. They, they're incredible. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it when people reach out and they're like, I've been having dreams about horses or I feel drawn to horses right now, or I feel like I need to be around a horse. And I'm like, they're talking to you. They're working with you. Um, mm-hmm. I've had people come find me after they've had like an intuitive reading or a tarot card reading and someone just says to them, you need to get around horses. So I do find that, the spirit animals and or the power animals are definitely doing outreach work is the ways that they can to get the messages across like, hey, you might need me right now. Like you, because it's so different than a human, right? It really, Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. just like Mm -hmm. a total, everything. They look different. They feel different. They're nonverbal, all of that, right? So. Yes. Yes. It's, it's totally, it's a total different feeling, a total different relationship, everything. Yes. They, they give so much different energy, so much different everything from a any animal to a human. Yes, that is a very good way to say it. I love that. Well, do you feel that now even more than in other times in life that we are drawn more towards the animals and the animals are speaking out more trying to help the humans through these times? I do feel that way. I feel like sometimes all it takes is an affinity or draw to one animal and to follow that, mm-hmm. to to pay attention and to follow that and to explore it. And it's okay if you don't want to share that with someone else. But often yeah. we get, I had a cat sitter staying here who's also an animal communicator and she was talking to the squirrel outside and now I'm super drawn to the squirrel. <laughs> so it's like letting other people's enthusiasm guide our own towards mm-hmm. animals and what they have for us and how we can be, because we do need to be better stewards of the earth and of animals. And the best way for us to do that is once we start to love and understand them, we protect what we love and understand. So mm-hmm. that's part of my mission here really. And the greater mm-hmm. scheme is, yeah, get people outside, get them into nature, have them paying attention. Like we're not just the to go gossip and talk the whole time we walk around the lake or hike. We really need to be present and see what shows up for us because we're in the field then. We're in the quantum field and we start attracting what we're open to, what we need. So it's mm-hmm. really my message would be pay attention and, and if you're curious, start playing with it um, and, and see what's there for you because, and these books are great. You know, I, I really find that they're super helpful um, to be able to, to know what actually that message is from that animal. And animals are there to also comfort us when we do go through grief and loss. Like there was a butterfly that was always showing up for me after my first mare passed and, 
I felt mm-hmm. so much better every time I saw the butterfly. And I think you mm-hmm. mentioned that too, right? With a mm-hmm. deceased loved yes. one. Yeah. Yes. Cardinals and redbirds are something that always seem to appear and bring about when I'm thinking of my dad or my brother that are gone. They always seem to be there. They They just appear. And it's like, oh my, what a beautiful sign. I love that. Oh. Well, Kate, this has gone so quickly again. There's so much more we could talk about this. We will have to have this as one of our topics again because this is so interesting. I just love it. I love it. And I wrote down April 22nd for 6 o'clock Mountain Time, too. That sounds like such an interesting class to be involved in. Is there some final tips you would like to leave with our listeners from about the spirit animals today? So I felt like what they would say, which I would echo, is just keep your heart open, right? And we can connect to them more through our hearts. We don't have to figure out things. It's not, we don't have to get frustrated with any of, like, the connection points in the message. It's just pay attention, stay open, energetically open to them, especially when you're out in nature. And stay in your hearts because you'll hear, feel, sense them more in that heart-to-heart connection. That's really how they operate in the world. So they help us get in our hearts and stay there. Oh, oh, that was beautiful. I love that tip. Listen to your heart. Oh, wow. That is just gorgeous and the animals are in there. Oh, what beautiful tips. Okay, I want to thank you so much again for being my guest. This was just incredible. I loved it. Thank you. I love talking about these things with you, so I so appreciate it. Oh, you are so welcome. The feelings are totally mutual. I do, too. It's just so much fun, and I learned so much. (laughs) I just want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this incredible interview with our amazing diva, Kate Milligan. And mark your calendar for the third Thursday in May, because Kate will be my monthly guest on every third Thursday at 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. And I just want to be sure to have you check out all of our hosts and their amazing shows on divasthatcare.com. Remember to have a fantastic day. Be kind to all. Give your animals a great big extra hug and share your love with them. Until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.